It's the True Penny Show with your host, James True Penny. Hello and welcome to the True Penny Show. My name is James True Penny and this is my show. I hope you are well. I hope you are fine. It is a True Penny Show with a new studio, a new build, if you will, that has made my life so much easier. It's actually really unbalanced, though, so I'm recording louder on one side than I am on the other. I'm not keen on that, but we'll fix that. It will all be good. It will all be grand. It will all be great. <laughs> uh, yeah, we are, I'm doing this properly now. I have a studio, but unfortunately, I've got no one to podcast with. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately for me, uh, John Dinsdale, who was due to be with me today, had an urgent family appointment he had to attend to. So I'm doing this one by myself. We will be back with a guest next week, I promise, because we're recording it straight after this one. And we are at New Japan in Kuriken Hall for a week of New Japan's Road to New Japan shows. I thought it'd be interesting to look at a whole week of shows, uh, for one thing, because there were some big moments on this show. In fact, it was one of the biggest weeks of cards in New Japan history, which is good, because they have to take two weeks off because of the coronavirus. Uh, so the beginning of the New Japan Cup will be somewhat abridged and may end up being in very short order. And especially oh, disappointing, of course, is the anniversary show will have to be postponed, which was on the 3rd of March, featuring a dream match between Hiromu Takahashi and Tetsuya Naito. How... Last week, they went to Kurikan Hall, and it was the retirement of both Tiger Hattori and Nakuni- Manubi Nakanishi. We start with Tiger Hattori. He retired on the first night of the short mini-tour. That was on the 19th, in front of 1,600 people, a full sellout at Kurikan Hall. What great way to honor the great man himself. Tiger Hattori is incredibly important to professional wrestling, not just in Japan, but also the United States of America. Bullet Club would not exist as a faction or even as an idea without Tiger Hattori. He has been a liaison for talent since the 1990s with New Japan. He wrestled for all Japan. He wrestled. He <laughs> he refereed for all Japan. He was a manager in Florida. He was a trainer for Eddie Graham. He has been involved in the key moments in professional wrestling for more than half a century. He's refereed the biggest match in pro wrestling history with Ric Flair versus Tetsumi Fujinami in North Korea. He refereed some big matches at the Tokyo Dome, including Ric Flair versus Tatsumi Fujinami for the NWA, WCW, and IWGP Heavyweight Championships. Co-refereed that with Bill Alfonso, daddy, I'd like to say, uh, in one of the great historic moments of Japanese professional wrestling and North American professional wrestling. So... Let's do. Let's look at that card. Great match heel: Togi Makabe, Tommy Akihoma, and Toa Henry defeated Gabriel Kidd, or Gabriel Kidd, I should say, Yotosuji and Yuji Uia Irimura in nine minutes and twenty-seven seconds. Honest to say, the rookies look really good in this. In fact, they look better than the veterans did. To be honest with you, everything was moving along swimmingly for your youngsters there. I'm looking forward to what this particular group of young lions of international fame are going to do because they're really, really good now. Never mind before they train anymore. So we'll see what comes up with them. But I'm very impressed with uh, Uemura and Suji and Kid. I have to say, Togi Makabe, Tokyo Kahama, and Toa Henry did what they did, and it was fun, and it was well worth a watch. Next up was show Will Ospreay and Yo. They defeated Rocky Romero, Raisuki Taguchi, and Tiger Mask in nine minutes and twenty-two seconds. This was a precursor to the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships that were being defended by Show and Yo uh, later in the week against. Um, 
<laughs> I kind of forgot the name. The Master Coaches? No, it wasn't. The Mega Coaches. Yes, of course, Taguchi and Romero. So we'll see what happens with them as we go through the card. But this was a brilliant way to set up a match. Taguchi and Romero are perfect together. They play off of each other so well. It's so much fun to watch them wrestle. And they clearly love watching their two young protégés. Because Taguchi spent a lot of time with Shonyo as well, as well as Rocky. Um, they have polished them into a superb tag team. To seeing them all four of them together has been so much fun this week. And I hope they do it again sometime. Finjuice, Dave Finley, and Juice Robinson, along with Yoshi Hashi, defeated Los Ignorables de Japon, Bushi Evil, and Haromu Takahashi. Kind of had the heavyweight advantage, so it was. <laughs> It wasn't surprising that Yoshihashi came away with a pinfall victory here. Again, a lot of fun. Finn and Robinson are just brilliant together as a tag team. I really hope they get an extended run with the tag team titles later in the year to really establish them. They've used the tag team title run so far to establish Dave Finley as a killer, which he sorely needed. He had no kind of push behind him other than, you know, being uh, Juice Robinson's mate. He's no longer Juice Robinson's mate. He is a handy professional worker and uh, is a feared opponent. And Yoshihashi was Yoshihashi. Yoshihashiing his way to victory. Uh, did get the pinfall here. Um, LIJ are LIJ. Bushy, Evil, and Tanakahashi had a great match in this. It's never always fun to watch all of them. Eight minutes and 54 seconds. Didn't really do an awful lot because it wasn't really involved with anybody. On the final leg of his tour, Minobi Nakanishi, Captain Yuji Nagata, Satoshi Kojima, and Hiroshi Tenzan against Suzuki-gun, El Desperato, Minori Suzuki, Taichi, and Yoshi Kanemura, Yoshinubi Kanemura. Nine minutes and 50 seconds, the old boys win. In fact, they were undefeatable for, undefeated for weeks before this. Nakanishi put in a strong finish to his uh, career. And it was a lot of fun watching this. Nakanishi's looked so much better recently because the pressure's off. He no longer has to worry about what he's going to do tomorrow. He knows what he's going to do tomorrow, and it's not professional wrestling. He's just going to be the megastar personality that he is. He can take a step back and really enjoy his work in this last week, and he did so. And they looked unbeatable, I have to say. It was a lot of fun. Again, I've said that a lot, but this was just a fun card. It looked like... As I was watching this card, people wanted to put in a good effort for Tiger and give him a good send-off. But that was about it. They weren't really bothered about angles or anything else. It was just fun. And that's what this whole card was about. Colt Cabana, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Kota Bushin, Tariana defeated Bullet Club, Bad Luck Fale, Jay White, Tamatonga, Ghetto and Jeddo in 12 minutes and 58 seconds. Again, this set up uh, Kota Bushi and Tanahashi for their tag team title shot in the main event later in the week. Um, this was very good as well. Tariano and Colt Cabana have kind of got... They've got a, a snap at the titles if they want them. They had a pinfall victory over Finn, over uh, Gorillas of Destiny during the tag league. They never claimed that title shot. Colt doesn't tour all the time in New Japan. I think it's time, um, but of course, the current champions uh, are different to the... Well, I'll not spoil it for you, but you, you get the idea. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, nearly spoiled my own show then. I do apologize, uh, but it was good. It was great tag team wrestling. JY and Bad Luck Fale did their part. The win came from Tariano beating Bad Luck Fale in a major upset, but a lot of fun nonetheless. LIJ, Sanada, Shingo Takagi, and Tetsuya Naito defeated Chaos, Hiroki Goti, Kazuchi Goti? <laughs> Kazuchi Kurokada, along with Tomohiro Ishii in 15 minutes and 57 seconds in Tiger Hattori's final match. And Sanada can say, forevermore, he got the pinfall on the last three count from Tiger Hattori as he defeated Hiroki Goto with a rolling cradle. It was, as you'd expect, the best possible outcome for everyone involved. LIJ have been the big baby faces for a long time now, even against Chaos. 
and no one really begrudged losing in this one. <laughs> Tetsuya Nato came with a cap that said thank you, Tiger, on it. It was just paying tribute to the master himself. Tiger also refereed the Bullet Club match. The Bullet Club guys did offer for him to go over too sweet with Bullet Club, but he declined. However, he did raise his fist with LIJ at the end of the evening just to say goodbye properly. And then after that particular matchup, all of the guests came to ringside. Hiro Hase, who hasn't been seen in a New Japan ring for a very long time. Riki Chosu, who had a lot to do with uh, Tiger Hattori moving from All Japan to New Japan uh, when he was chief booker when he came in in, in the late, early, late 80s, early 90s. Keiji Muto, of course, where he refereed in so many main events at the Tokyo Dome. The big matches with the UWFI, the shoot star matches later in the year, the NWO. He was there for all of that and help create things like the NWO in America because of what he did with UWFI and the booking ideas and the talent relations he was able to develop. Um, and it was a brilliant, brilliant send-off. There were messages from Junichiro Tenru, from Antonio Inoki as well. It was K-Hall done proper, and it was nice to see all of those people there to say goodbye to Tiger Hattori, who will still be involved in the wrestling business. He just won't be refereeing anymore. And of course, Red Shoes, Marty Asami, and all the New Japan referees came down and gave him a big send-off as well. And we'd like to pay our tribute to Tiger Hattori here at the Troopany Show. Thank you, Tiger, for all the things you've done for us. We'll move on to the next matchup. The next night was back at K-Hall, not quite as busy, 1,353, for a main event, or a double main event, of the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team titles and the Never Openweight Championship match. I will go through this because I didn't get to see all of the matches during the week. It was quite busy this week at work, so... I will hold off and uh, just give you the championship matches on this particular night. The IWGP heavyweight, junior heavyweight tag team title match was 26 minutes and 47 seconds of just sheer, unadulterated joy. Rocky Romero and Reisuke Taguchi tried like Billy O to get the company from behind win against Joe and Yo, but their young protégés are now the masters of tag team wrestling. Rocky and Reisuke Taguchi are, like I said, absolute magic together as a professional wrestling tag team. I love watching them wrestle. I just do. It's just superb to watch these guys put together a match and the things they have, the interplay they have with the audience. And Rocky and Reisuke are still world-class wrestlers. You know, they could go into the singles matches and have singles, big singles matches with Hiromu Takahashi any day of the week that they wanted to. And they would put on absolute blinders and make you think they could win the championships, but they won't. They're just that little bit too whole. Maybe Raisuki Taguchi could do, but certainly Rocky is just that little bit past where he needs to be. And he has a future himself in talent relations in the front office in New Japan Pro Wrestling. So we'll see where he goes next. But I think they might backburner themselves into supporting roles in the next few months as show and show continue on what they're trying to make into a dominating tag team division defining run you know they haven't had an ace in this division since the young books they were seven times champions and uh show and yo are looking every inch the aces of the division that they need to be and of course the big challenges for them come with yoshinibi kanamura and desperado the previous dominant champions so we'll see what happens there of course as well there's bullet club uh phantasmo and taiji shimori there's lots of stuff going on in the junior heavyweight division it doesn't seem quite as vital as it used to be and they maybe need to bring in some new talent for show and yo to really show off against like they did with the, the gorillas of destiny over the last two years they made them look like the best tag team in the world and that's what they need to do with show and yo and at the minute they're not quite there but they're getting there and matches like this certainly get them there we're looking forward to seeing what comes up next 
in the main event, Shingo Takagi and Tomohiro Ishii tore the house down. 27 minutes and 4 seconds of just a breathtaking professional wrestling match. We said last year at the G1 Climax that it may have been the match of the tournament and they really pulled out all the stops. It had less of a build-up actually than the G1 did and this one was, if anything, slightly not quite as good but I still think it's my match of the year so far outside of the Wrestle Kingdom matches. This was just so good. It's just so heavy hitting and every time you kind of like push Ishii into a corner he comes back firing and he becomes back more vicious and this is the most vicious I've seen him against anyone he went a full length further against Takagi and this is on a no kind of like you know this isn't a major show this is a headlining match of a house show you know it's a big show but it's not the big show and he pulled out all the stops of this. He was giving the Kerrigan Hall faithful, the people who have really, really, you know, developed him as a professional wrestler and pushed him as a professional wrestler down the years. He gave them everything, as he always does, and he didn't quite get the job done. Takagi is looking undeniable as never openweight championship he, champion. He's taking things seriously, which is something that title seriously needs, and he's taking the never openweight six-man tag team title seriously as well. We'll talk about those in a second. But this was just really, really good. Well worth watching, well worth putting together um, for just just these two sheer powerhouse wrestlers, short, stocky, low central gravity, kind of a traditional Japanese wrestling look that doesn't get the kind of credit it deserves, that Jinichiro Tenryu kind of deal. They are just perfect for these kind of matches, and they have great, great professional wrestling matches. They just love wrestling one another, you can tell. And the fact that Ishii wanted, didn't, was clearly out cold in the final pinfall and still wanted to wrestle afterwards was just perfect the way they should be. It should be fight forever for these two. They're astounding. Next up was... What was the next night? Do, 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 do. Uh, uh, oh, yes. The next night. Again, I'm not going to go through all the matches on the card. There were good matches from what I understand, but I did not have time to watch all of them, so I will give you commentary on the final two matches. Los Ignorables de Japón, Bushi Evil and Shingo Takagi successfully defended against Colt Cabana and Raisuke Taguchi and Toriyano in 14 minutes and 14 seconds in one of the longer <laughs> never wait six-man tag team championship matches. This was good. This was fun. Colt Cabana clearly loves doing his New Japan tours. He was outstanding here. Toriyano and Raisuke Taguchi are the three best comedy wrestlers in, in Japan, certainly in the world at the moment. They just know what to do. And it's all stock comedy bits that I've seen in pro wrestling for years and years and years, but it just works so well with these three. I love this. I so love this. This is so well done and so well put together. And yes... Absolutely fantastic. Uh, a great tag match. And for their part, Bushy, Evil, and Shingo Takagi, the guys who are trying to bring respect back to the Never Openweight Six-Man Tag Team Championships and stop with all the comedy and the faffing around, put together and fed for these guys and made it look great. But they win with a dominant wrestling performance. Bushy, with the Bushy roll, takes the win over Raisuke Taguchi. And that kind of puts them in the G-foot, <coughs> in the, what's the word? The seat, the, the the driving seat, I'll get it right. The driving seat going forward with these never open six man championships. Maybe they will get the long run they kind of deserve. The match, the titles were only defended four times last year, and they can maybe defend them slightly more. But this worked out really, really well for LIJ. In perhaps the most compelling match of the week, uh, Kota Ibushi and Hiroshi Tanahashi defeated GOD. 
the Gorillas of Destiny in a 20 minute and 10 second tag team title match that was just really good. Arguably the best thing G.O.D. have done uh, since the Wrestle Kingdom matchup. Well, definitely since the Wrestle Kingdom matchup. G.O.D. took the titles off Finjuice on tour in Florida, I believe, during the New Beginnings tour uh, with an assisted hand from Jado. Sorry, Gato. Yeah, Jado. Get it right. They get confused, those two. <laughs> I've been watching them wrestle for like 30 years or something. Anyway, with a, an assisted hand, there was a chair or a belt involved, which meant G.O.D. were tag team champions. Now, Kotobushi had come off of a long case of flu and illness, had a nasty infection, missed the U.S. tour, so their non-title challenges match uh, in Florida never came off. But they ended up being the number one contenders in this match anyway. As a result of that, G.O.D. had to put the titles up against Tanahashi and Ibushi, and then came the thunder. Tanahashi looked about 10 years younger in this match because he didn't have to carry the full weight of it. Kotobushi, the consummate tag team wrestler anyway, after years with the Golden Lovers, it was just breathtaking. It was just really great to watch. It was well put together, well timed. Uh, the IWGP Tag Team Championships changes hands in the same week <laughs> that Kenny Omega and Adam Page defend successfully against the Young Bucks. So Kenny and Kota are World Tag Team Champions, just not together. Aww. But anywho, let us go back to what this match was. This match was really, really good. Um, Tangaloa and Tamatonga just aren't fashionable wrestlers, and I don't see why they aren't. Tamatonga is a brilliant, brilliant worker. He's a defensive wrestler. All his spots work perfectly well. He's perfectly great at what he does. He does it really well. Clearly has a ton of fun doing it. He's a heat magnet. And I don't get why people don't love these guys. I know that the fans of G.O.D. do love them, but more people should love them because they are just that good. Um, shame they lost the titles, though. Kotobushi and Hiroshi Tanahashi coming out of a match which had full-on Bullet Club-laden interference. They should and they won the championships in emphatic style. Kotobushi with a Kamagoi knee and Hirai Fly Flow from Hiroshi Tanahashi to finish off the champions. And then they gave their big emotional speech. It reminded me of the early 2000s and the, the uh, emotional speeches that Tanahashi gave then when winning the tag team championships with Shinsuke Nakamura and other people. And eventually, it all came down to getting beat up by Suzuki Gun. Tai Chi and Zack Sabre Jr., dangerous techers, came down the aisle and beat the hell out of the new champions. And that's their latest feud. Um, Zack Sabre Jr. is saying that you're going to let these two princesses try and save your division? No chance. It's dangerous techers who are going to do the job. Tai Chi is equally, um, what's the word? <laughs> adroit at annoying people um so yeah unfortunately that match will be great except when tai chi's in the ring as far as i'm concerned that's just me though i mean he's growing on me he's not dreadful dreadful anymore just just don't like him but there you go anyway the next night was manubi nakanishi's retirement um I didn't see all of this, I will have to say. I kept it to the main event just because, again, of time. And the new tag team champions, Kota Ibushi and Hiroshi Tanahashi, teamed with Hiroki Goto and Kazuchika Okada of Chaos to go up against Tenkoji, Hiroshi Tenzan, Satoshi Kojima, Manubi Nakanishi, and Yuji Nagata in 18 minutes and 3 seconds of the New Japan dads giving it everything they possibly could to keep up with the Young Bucks. It was amazing and it was four and a quarter stars from Meltzer 7.23 from the cage match users and I can't remember the last time a Manubi Nakanishi match got four and a quarter stars I'll be honest with you it ended in a brilliant way 
as Goto delivered the GTR, and Akada gave a Rainmaker a boot Kamagoye knee, and eventually he was finished off with a hi-fi flow. The only way to keep Nakanishi down is to take four finishes of the top top four Stangle stars in the company, or top four baby faces in the company. It was just brilliant. It worked so well, and it was just it just shows like guys in the third generation like Tenzan Kojima. Uh, who are broken down. Tenzan can barely walk properly. He should retire. I would like him to retire in a nice, happy way. And Nakanishi finally takes his own destiny, and he retires. And they're all older than they should be. They should know better, but they can come out and pull out a blinder when they need to. My God, they worked hard in this match. They were pouring with sweat and tears, and it was just everything it needed to be. And Okada and Tanahashi cleared the ring and let them have their moment. Um, and Nakanishi got such a nice send-off from the veterans, from the from the stable, from uh, from Chaos, and from the regular army, the hentai group. Uh, Roshi Ch- Chiki Ro- Ch- <laughs> Ricky Chosu, who even put a suit on. Tatsuji Fujinami came back again. Jonichiro Tenru and Antonio Inoki gave their thanks to him as well. It was absolutely astounding watching this retirement match. Nakanishi is loved beyond compare in the New Japan locker locker room. They really do respect him and what he's done for the company. He was there in the days they were filling arenas. He was there in the days when they couldn't fill Kurikan Hall and he's still there and retires when the company is expanding into North America and filling the Tokyo Dame two days running, not just one. Thank you Manubi Nakanishi for everything you've done for Japanese professional wrestling. Thank you for everything you've done for us as fans. And we appreciate you greatly. And that just about covers everything I've done, really. I mean, the next show was in Nakaokawa, Okinawa. Um, in the main event was Kazuchika Okada and Will Ospreay. They defeated L.I.J. Bushi and Tetsuya Nato. I'll be honest, I haven't seen that match. I haven't caught up with it. And that's when things came to an end because of coronavirus. So I'm pretty much going to end this podcast here. I'm sorry it's short this week. Um, it's because <laughs> there isn't two of us to bounce ideas off of, so it tends to shorten things up by about half an hour. But next week, like I said, we will have guests. It will be great. It will be grand, and you'll get the proper sound quality of me no longer recording on a not less than perfect device. Things are back to where they should be after a bit of a rum time as I moved house. I'm sorry about that, but we're all good now. It's all working fine, um, and um, hopefully I get another computer, be even better quality. Take care. I'll see you soon. My name's James Troopany. You can find us at Troopany Show on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook, The Troopany Show, and on Patreon, The Troopany Show, where you can keep The Troopany Show free forever for everyone. You can find me at Sheriff Lone Star on Twitter. Take care. We'll see you next week. Uh, telling stories this week, we'll look at the very origins of tag team wrestling in North America. See you soon. Bye. <laughs> Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. 
Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv.